我们一同翻开《创世纪》，Genesis chapter twenty-two， 创世纪二十二章 ，and we'll read verse seven and eight。我们一同来读第七、第八节 ，Genesis twenty-two， 创世纪二十二章 ，verse seven。But Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said, "My father." And he said, "Here I am, my son." Then he said, "Look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering?" 二十二章第七节，以撒对他父亲亚伯拉罕说：“父亲啊，亚伯拉罕说，我儿，我在这里。”以撒说：“请看，火与柴都有了，但燔祭的羊羔在哪里呢？” And Abraham said, "My son, God will provide." For himself, the lamb for a burnt offering. Abraham said, "My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering." He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. Isaiah 53:7. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep In John chapter one, we can see John chapter one, verse twenty-nine. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, "Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world." John chapter one, verse twenty-nine. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, "Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world." And then let's also turn to the end of to、uh, Revelation chapter five. And we'll read verse eight through ten. 第八到第十节 Now, when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which were the prayers of the saints. And、they sang a new song, saying, "You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain, and have redeemed us to God by your blood, out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings, king and priests to our God. We shall reign on the earth." He拿了书卷，似活物和二四位长老，就俯伏在羔羊面前，各拿着琴和盛满的香的金炉，这香就是众圣徒的祈祷。他们唱新歌，说：“你配拿书卷，配揭开七印，因为你曾被杀，用自
truly as we've been doing already this morning, Lord, that we may with whole hearts uh, worship you, even as the 24 did. 实在，就像我们刚才的一个小时，我们如今也能够像那二十四位长老一样，全新的来敬拜你。So we ask for your Holy Spirit's um, help, Lord, to for translation and for speaking and for listening.在主，我们求圣灵帮助我们每一位，不论是讲的，是翻译的，是听的。We ask this in the worthy name of Jesus.是在我们奉耶稣那配得的名求。Amen. So as we've been continuing with this theme of beholding the beauty of the Lord, and much of our time we find ourselves focusing on the beauty of Christ and actively beholding Him. So last week our brother led us in considering Christ crucified. The beauty of Christ crucified. And in fact, he spoke of it also as a mystery because it's not something obvious. It's not something we see right away. And so many things, many things that are beautiful about our Lord, the Lord has to himself reveal to us as we go on with him. Well, this morning, what we're considering, as you can tell, is the Lamb. That Jesus is described and even named the Lamb who was slain in the book of Revelation. And so we want to really meditate on that. I don't think we're going to cover new ground, but the Lord can make things new. Uh, so I'd like to us to begin by considering this scene in the book of Revelation, chapter 5. So we're going to go back to Revelation 5, and we're going to read through the first section. And really try to understand what, what the Lord was showing John. In this vision. And so we find in verse 1, it begins, And I saw the right hand of God who sat on the throne, a scroll written inside, on the back, sealed with seven seals. And, and now him who sat on the throne right here is speaking of God the Father. In fact, chapter 4 is a scene in which God the Father is worshipped and seen very clearly. So, so what's new here is this scroll. What's it about? Then a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. Verse 4 says, So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. So you wonder why John is actually crying in the, while he's receiving this vision. He begins crying because this is there's something so wrong right here. So we don't know how the Lord made it clear to John, but when he saw this scene, here was God the Father on his throne, and here was this scroll, and it had to be opened. It absolutely must be opened. For this God on the throne to to carry out everything He's planned. So the主启示给约翰的就是他看见一面是坐在宝座上，一面是这个书卷。这个书卷应当要被展开，因为因为神的旨意都在这个里面，但是他这个书卷就在那里封闭了。
And we all know this scroll relates to the seals and the, the judgment phase uh, that's going to, that is being carried out. Um, 因为在书卷中有七印,有神的审判,那需要被,要神来要成就的事。But at the end of which are all these wonderful things that are going to happen. 这些奇妙的事要发生之前。But it's declared here, no one's worthy to open it. 这个天使却在那里说,没有谁是配得展开的。And so John feels that importance. 约翰感到那实在是如此的重要。Verse 5, but one of the elders said to me, do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. 第五节，长老中有一位对我说：“不要哭，看啊，犹大支派中的狮子，大卫的根，他已得胜，能以展开那书卷，揭开那七印。”So in this book of Revelation, in the vision, we've already seen the Lord show up and and uh, among the camp, the lamp stands and minister the churches. Now Jesus is appearing again in this scene. And the elder announces him as the lion of the tribe of Judah. So it's pretty much saying, here's the king. But then notice verse 6. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne of the four living creatures, in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as though it had been slain. And it also says here, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Our focus today is though is on the lamb. So when John sees Christ in that scene, he appears as a lamb that was slain. Probably now for ten centuries, certain artists are trying to say well, trying to figure out what that must have looked like, but I I don't know. Maybe <laughs> we can guess, but somehow it was clear that he was the lamb and that he had been slain. That was very clear. Then it says, then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. So he took the scroll from God, takes the scroll scroll from God the Father. Verse 8, Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song. 第八节,他既拿了书卷,四活物和二四位长老就俯伏在羔羊面前,各拿着琴和盛满了香的金炉,这香就是动圣徒的祈祷。Song is, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood, out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us king and priests to our God, and we shall reign on earth. The song doesn't mention lamb, but it certainly speaks of him as the lamb slain. And as it speaks of him slain, it speaks of his blood shed that, that redeemed us. Then verse 11, Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders. The number of them were ten thousand times ten thousand and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. So here we see even even bigger group now is worshiping 
the Lamb. Course, we echo many of these words in our hymns. But this this massive uh, worship is is to the Lamb who is slain. But it's not just the Lamb who was slain in the past. It's proclaiming the Lamb who was slain who is worthy of riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessing now looking forward. So we even see here, this isn't just about what the Lord did on the cross. This lamb slain is now taking those seals and opening them. It's he's executing the plan of God. And of course we know that the lamb is going to take a very active role. But this morning our focus is just really on this name, the Lamb who is slain. You know this, but if you studied Revelation and all, you realize that our Lord Jesus is called the Lamb many, many times. That's the name they give. They don't have to say anything else. The Lamb. So twenty-eight times it refers to the lamb. For those of you who are Greek scholars, it's a slightly different word than the lamb, the little lamb, it's sheep lamb. It's a slightly different Greek word, but don't get distracted by that. 如果大家懂得希腊文的话，它其实不是讲到小小的羊羔，而是呃，就是羔，就是羔羊，或者是羊。And then there are twenty times he's just called the lamb, and then three of those times it's lamb who was slain.啊，有二十八次提到那提到羔羊，有三次提到被杀的羔羊。So what's on what we like to do this morning is to sort of go into what is it, what's the richness of this name lamb. And to do that, we're going to go through some passages quickly in the Old Testament to appreciate the, the history or richness of this term. And it's our burden that as we do this, we can appreciate the beauty of our Lord as our Lamb slain. So where does this all begin? It actually begins way back in chapter 3 of Genesis. In chapter 3, verse 21, after the Lord has banished Adam and Eve for their sin, and before they're truly cast out of the garden, it says in 21, also for Adam and his wife, the Lord, made, the Lord God made tunics of skin and clothed them. Now what does that got to do with a lamb? Well, it doesn't say lamb here, but you don't have a tunic of skin unless you kill an animal. So it's important to understand that from the very beginning, when the Lord chose to cover the nakedness of Adam and Eve, a life was shed. Animals did die in order to cover that sin. So several times today, well, so that's the first reference really to that kind of um, the shedding of blood. So it's a 
So let's let's turn to Genesis chapter four. And we see there the we have Cain and Abel. The first sons. And we'll read in verse four. Now Adam knew Eve his wife and he oh sorry, verse four is see where should we? Well, let's start verse 2. And she bore again, this time the brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of, of the ground. Verse 2. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering. So here you see that Abel, who was the shepherd, means he had sheep. Maybe goats. But when he went to make an offering to the Lord, he took from the first fruit, the first uh, ones given to him. And he offered it to the Lord, which means its blood was shed. Now we don't know exactly, because it doesn't say how God communicated this. But somehow Abel sensed that God would be pleased with this offering. And we know that it did please God. But as we think about it today, I want us to take take look at it from the point of view of the sheep really had to be killed for this. So it wasn't that Abel just did something ceremonial. He had to take the firstborn, a very valued animal. Animal he'd want to keep. Or at least let it grow up and then eat. <laughs> but he had to kill it. The blood poured out. And then burn everything for the Lord. Now, if you really think about that, it should make you cringe. We have a phrase, English, English phrase, Colin can't translate, which is cringe-worthy. I want it to be cringe-worthy today. So I, I want to imagine that every one of you, when you first got, you just got a new job, it's your first job, and you get your first paycheck, and you went to the bank, and you took that paycheck, and you bought a sheep with it. Okay? And then you brought it here in this room. In comes the sheep in that door. And we're all here. It's time to offer it to the Lord. Here's your knife. I mean, really, here's your knife. I sharpened it yesterday. <laughs> so when you slit the throat, it won't hurt so much for the animal. Does that make you cringe yet? You're going to cut that throat. You're going to cause that blood to be shed. Cringeworthy. 
Now maybe one of you is a farmer and this is no big deal. Kill animals all the time. I don't know But if you are one of those farmers and that's not a problem, it's still your firstborn. You'd still rather have that sheep for yourself. And eat it later. You're still doing that and offering it all to God. And your selfish man is going to say, well, what do I get out of this? That the burnt offering is something that has become uh, not common and well understood by uh, God's people. And now we pick up the story in chapter 22. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, Take your son, your only son, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. And we know that Abraham obeyed. Verse 6, so Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. And Isaac says, my father, he said, here I am, my son. He said, look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Now, how many of you can remember the first time you really heard or read this story and went into kind of shock? How can this be? God is asking Abraham to kill his own son. To slit his throat. And it's not any son, this is the son of promise. This is the son he was waiting for. This is the true fulfillment of God's promise. So this seems, this is something terrible. By that we mean there's something uh, horribly wrong in, in this. And also it means spilling the blood of an innocent one. Did Isaac do anything wrong? No, so I think this is cringeworthy. Makes us us. So, but as we know, the Lord was doing this to test and bring Abraham through a test of faith. And we see Abraham's faith. That's another story. But the Lord did provide the alternative. Both in that story and of course in history. So this terrible event that we see also of course is a wonderful event. Because as we appreciate the horror of this, we also appreciate that here the Lord was giving a picture of what he was going to do with his son for us. 
，因为我们一面看到这个故事它有多么的可怕的时候，才我们才能够思想神他竟然要把他的儿子给我们。And that his son would become the lamb slain for all of us. 他要使他的儿子为我们成为那被杀的羔羊。He would allow his son to die. 他要让他的儿子死。And his blood shed for all of us. 让他的血流出来，为着我们。So let's turn also to Exodus chapter twelve. 所以我们再翻到出埃及记十二章。And here we see that then after the after um well as Moses has is has been given the mandate to help uh lead the people of God out of Egypt. So we see here Yahweh's mandatory 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 This month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. 十二章第一节，耶和华在埃及地小谕摩西、亚伦说：“你们要以本月为正月，为一年之首。你们吩咐以色列全会众说：本月初十日，个人要按着富家取羊羔，一家一只。” Verse five: Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Now you shall keep it until the fourteenth day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it, meaning all those lambs, at twilight. 第五节要无残疾一岁的公羊羔，你们或从绵羊里取，或从山羊里取都可以。要留到本月十四日，在黄昏的时候，以色列全会众把羊羔宰了。They shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses where they eat it. 各家要取点血，涂在吃羊羔的房屋左右的门框上和门楣上。So here we hear this very familiar story, but at the center of it now is the fact that the lamb is going to be sacrificed as part of the Passover. 我们都很熟悉这个故事，那我们今天的重点就是看到这里这只羊羔，它被要被献祭作为这逾越节的羊羔。So they're to find a lamb that's of the first year that's without blemish. So they 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 Put that blood on the doorpost. 并且把羔羊的血涂在门框上、门楣上。Imagine if you were one of those people, even though you're not close to Moses. When that command came down, you said, "Wow, this this is what we're doing. It's so real that we're killing one of our our best sheep for this." 所以你想，你是当时以色列人中的一位。当摩西这样吩咐下来，你说：“哇，真的要这样子做吗？我要把我那最好的那只羊羔这样子杀掉吗 ？”And what's so striking about this event is that Moses, God gave it to Moses. They had to do that command before the event. 并且我们在看令人惊奇的是，神让摩西吩咐这件事情是在那最后的一个灾之前。You know what we do with holidays is after an event we look back and say let's make a special day about it. Ah, we know we do this on a holiday. It's amazing. So 
So indeed, it took a lot of obedience for them. Of course, they were fearful because they saw the plague. So they knew this was serious. They so, had to obey before the pass, Passover angel came. And then imagine how you would feel those days after. How would you feel about that blood on the doorpost? Knowing that all the first, how many firstborns are in here? Raise your hand if you're firstborn. Right? You didn't have the blood, you're dead. Boom. All over Egypt. Gone. And then they're thinking, that blood protected us. So real. So God was teaching his people. The value of blood to God the Father. The value of blood protecting us from the wrath. And that was the Passover lamb. And so by the time of Jesus' time, when you said the Passover, you actually you mean the Passover lamb. Let's move on to Leviticus. And chapter one. So as we think of lamb, now we're going to recognize that Moses was given the whole set of sacrifices from God on how to do those sacrifices. And of course, sacrificing animals at the center. So let's just look at the beginning of Leviticus. We're not going to focus on the details too much. says, Now the Lord called to Moses and spoke to him from the tabernacle of meeting, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When any, any one of you brings an offering to the Lord, you shall bring your offering of the livestock, of the herd and the flock. If his offering is burnt sacrifice of the herd, let him offer a male without blemish. He shall offer it of his own free will at the door of the tabernacle of meeting before the Lord. Then he shall put his hand on the head of the burnt offering, and it will be accepted on behalf to make atonement for him. He shall kill the bull, in this case, before the Lord. 第一章第一节耶和华从会众中呼叫摩西对他说你小于以色列人说你们中间若有人献供物给耶和华要从牛群羊群中献牲畜为供物他的供物若以牛为翻祭就要在会幕门口献一只没有残疾的公牛可以在
the way it's stated here, the person doing the sacrifice actually kills the animal. 并且第五节这里说，他要在耶和华面前宰公牛，所以你看到那献祭的那个人，他要自己宰那个公牛。Now over time that may not be practical. Other people would help, um, but the emphasis here is that you're the one who's killing the lamb.所以虽然说实际上可能有一些其他人帮你，但是这里要讲到就是你自己要杀那头牲畜。By the way, if you can't afford a bull, you'd be using a lamb. That's in verse ten. <laughs> the point is, though, it's very real. You are the one shedding the blood. And the rest of verse 5, it says, He'll kill the bull before the Lord, and the priests, Aaron's son, shall bring the blood and sprinkle the blood all around the altar that is by the door of the tabernacle of meeting. 第五节，他要在耶和华面前宰公牛。亚伦子孙做祭司的，要奉上血，把血撒在会幕门口坛的周围。So there is that value of the blood. 所以我们看到，在这个血里面，它是有一个价值的。That it's used to cleanse and it's pleasing to the Lord. 就是能够遮盖我们的罪，并且讨神的喜悦。Now let's just look at the positive end of this in verse nine. 我们再看第九节，这给我们一个正面的一个啊一个结果。Says and the priest shall burn all on the altar as a burnt offering, an offering made by fire, a sweet aroma to the Lord.祭司就要把一切全烧在坛上，当作燔祭，献与耶和华为馨香的火祭。Now I know I'm emphasizing the negative part, the cringe part. 啊，我可能就一直在强调那些负面的，就是我们觉得对人来说，这其实是很不舒服的一件事情。but the offerings, especially the burnt offering, if done the way the Lord wants, they were, they are pleasing to the Lord. It pleases the Lord when one offers to the Lord what's valuable. It pleases the Lord where blood shed, which he knows is a picture of his own son's blood. That that blood has covered sin. Okay, so we'll keep one one more stop in our in our review. Let's go to Isaiah. Where we already read. So last week we read So last week, uh, Brother Dana talked about how this song, which begins in chapter 52, describes the Lord, um, especially as he goes to the cross. Let's read from four, verse 4 to 7. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken. Smit my God and afflicted, but he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed.他第四节，他承担担当我们的忧患，背负我们的痛苦，我们却以为他受责罚，被神击打苦待了。哪知他为我们的过犯受害，为我们的罪孽压伤。all we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before it shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. 我们都如羊走迷，个人偏行几路。耶和华使我们众人的罪孽都归在他身上。他被欺压，在受苦的时候却不开口。他像羊羔被牵到宰杀之之地，又像羊在剪毛的人手下无声。他也是这样不开口。
the lamb going to the cross has actually blessed us as he took our sin upon him. So, as we let's turn now to uh, the Gospel of Mark. And just review something so basic. In chapter 14 of Mark. Verse 12 says, On the first day of the unleavened bread, when he sacrificed, when they sacrificed the Passover lamb, his disciples said to him, Where will you go? To have us, uh, where will you have us go and prepare for you to eat the Passover? Mark 14章十二节，除教节的第一天就是宰逾越羔、逾越羊羔的那一天。门徒对耶稣说：“你吃逾越节的筵席，要我们往哪里去预备呢？” And then in verse twenty-three, then he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they drank from it. And he said, "This is my blood. This is." My blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many. The reason I review this obvious thing, though, is because Jesus doesn't say, I am the Lamb. But at that Passover feast, he basically was, in fact, saying, I am that Lamb. All of this has been pointing to me, and now it's my blood we're talking about for centuries. This is it. So he is our lamb. And it's interesting that the gospel is only one time was it really stated and that's in John chapter 1 we read it. And it was John the Baptist who saw it. <laughs> because twice he proclaims when he sees Jesus, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Kind of wonder why didn't the other gospel writers pick it up? Maybe it's because it's a mystery and they couldn't quite get a hold of it. They didn't they missed it when John said that. But the apostle John heard it. And obviously as as the Lord used Apostle John's sensitivity to that, he could then give him the whole book of, of Revelation. So I just want to emphasize now as we turn back to the Revelation, that for the people of God, the killing of that lamb was a very real practical experience. And that it is cringeworthy, it's terrible to slay an innocent animal. But it's done because the blood is valued by God. Of course, it, that, it represents life, but that's another subject. <laughs> and we've also seen, if we looked at those different stories, how the lamb sacrificed is critical to man keeping a relationship with a holy God. Because we're in a fallen state, it was required for us to be able to please God, but this had to be involved. And the beautiful positive thing is that whenever there's sincere, real, free will worship, where we give of something of value, the Lord loves that. 
，而更美好的就是我们这里看见，当人在那里真诚的、甘心乐意的献上的时候，就讨神的喜悦。So now let's just look at a few more verses. We're going to look this time at in Revelation. 我们再看几处在启示录中的经文。Let's go back to chapter five. 我们翻到第五章 ，where we were before. 我们之前有读过。And we won't read it again, of course. But remind ourselves: here we were at that critical, a critical junction in eternity when it's time for the seal to be opened. 第五章这里我们就看到，这是在永远中那何等重要的一个时刻，就是那印要被揭开。And in fact, so it was a time when、um, what we would call terrible things had to happen. But they had to happen, or else God's plan would not be fulfilled. And then, as we see at the center of that scene, it's our Lord Jesus as the Lamb slain. 并且在那意象的中心，我们就看到是我们的主耶稣那被杀的羔羊。He's the only one worthy. 他是那唯一配得的。I don't know about you, but when we think of that moment, we're reminded of the scene in John chapter eight. When Jesus said, "Let him without sin cast the first stone." So, when I read this here, I think of John chapter eight, where Jesus said, "Let him without sin cast the first stone." So, when I read this here, I think of John chapter eight, where Jesus said, "Let him without sin cast the first stone." So, when I read this here, I think of John chapter eight, where Jesus said, "Let him without sin cast the first stone." So, when I read this here, I think of John chapter eight. 那我们就知道，不仅是他周围的那些人，其实，在第四历代受人所有的受造中，都没有那个无罪的能够来做这件事情。The same one who gave it all is also the one who has the right to open those seals. 那一位啊，把自己献上的，也同时是那位无罪的，能够配得的，揭开那印的。And so we find the the group worshiping him. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. 所以我们在这里就看到一个团体的敬拜，在那里说羔羊是配。Then as we move forward in Revel in the book of Revelation， 当我们继续在启示录中往前看 ，we see in the very next chapter he starts that process。我们看到第六章中，我们就看到羔羊开始揭开。So this lamb is not passive; he's now initiating. 所以这羔羊它不是一个被动了，它是在那开始它的工作。And we see in in chapter six, verse one， 我们看到第六章第一节。Says now I I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals and I heard one of the four creatures saying with a loud thun voice, Come and see. 我看见羔羊揭开七印中第一印的时候，就听见四活物中的一个活物声音如雷说，你来。Now these seals start、uh, these events start happening. 你就知道这七印逐渐的揭开，事情也就成就。And I'm not a Book of Revelation expert. There are many in this room who know more about it than I do. Ah, I'm not going to be like a expert in the Book of Revelation. But we know that in 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 that these speak of events. Some may already have happened or are about to happen, but they all speak of what must happen for God's plan to be fulfilled. 我们这里所讲的七印，有的可能已经发生，有的将要发生，但是都是讲到神他的计划中要成就的事。And we read down a little further in chapter six. It in in verse twelve we see that he opened the sixth seal. 我们看到第十二节，他揭开第六印的时候。And we're going to read that. Let's read from chapter、uh, verse twelve. 十二节。I looked when he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood, and the stars of heaven fell to the earth, as a fig tree drops its late figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind, and the sky receded as a scroll when it had rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. 十二节揭开第六印的时候，我又看见地大震动。日头变黑，像毛布；满月满月变红，像血。天上的星辰坠落于地，如同无花果树被大风摇动，落下未熟的果子一样。天就挪移，好像书卷被卷起来。山岭、海岛都被挪移，离开本位。I wasn't going to read that verse, except, you know, brothers and sisters, last two or three years, 
things have been happening that are so dramatic that when we read verses like this, we're like, yeah, that could happen. Uh, yeah, plague sweep the world, sure. Fires, earthquakes, and floods. So as someone mentioned actually in 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 our prayer meeting Tuesday that some of these signs we're seeing in Revelation really seem like what we're experiencing now in the world. So it even says here the moon will be blood. So how many of you saw how red the sun and the moon were on Tuesday? Yeah. I told the brothers and sisters at prayer meeting, Tuesday morning, in my great wisdom, I decided to go on a bike ride. Uh, I don't usually do that. I went 40 minutes hard. And I noticed the sunrise. It was so red. I should. I didn't have my camera. I should take a picture. And all afternoon, my throat started burning and hurting. Three thousand miles away, these fires are. Imagine what a serious volcano would do or a small This is not to strike fear. We're, our trust is in the Lord. But it, when we read verses like this, they're a lot more real than they were a few years ago. So this sixth seal causes this tremendous uh, activity, so much so that the mountains and things are shaken. Well, let's get back to the lamb. So we'll read verse 15. And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne, that's God, and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come. And who is able to stand? Now, it's not God declaring it, but the people are saying, here comes the wrath of the Lamb. And it's not that the lamb is being hateful, it's being the lamb is executing the Father's judgment. This is the same lamb that died for you. <laughs> the same lamb who gave it all to you, and if you've now refused him and refused him and refused him and refused him, the wrath of the Lamb is upon you. Okay, let's, let's wrap this up with three very positive references to the Lamb as we go in, on in Revelation. Uh, chapter 17, verse 14. They will make war on the Lamb, and the Lamb will conquer them. For he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and those with him are called and chosen and faithful. So 
So notice how the Lord, in talking about our Lord Jesus, winning these great victories, his name is the Lamb. It's the Lamb who wins. So this is not a passive lamb that's it's our active victorious lamb on the throne. Then another lamb reference is in uh, chapter 19, verse 6. And I heard it seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters, and like the sound of mighty peals of thunder, crying, Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us rejoice and exult, exult, and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made suffering. 都要赞美我们的神。第六节，我听见好像群众的声音，众水的声音，大雷的声音说：“哈利路亚！因为主我们的神全能者作王了，我们都要欢喜快乐，将荣耀归给他，因为羔羊昆曲的时候到了，心
that he gave it all to prove the love of God to us. Lord, help us also to see you, Lord Jesus, as the Lamb on the throne reigning now. Because you are the only one who could open those seals and usher in all these uh, tremendous events that are part of God's plan. We pray, Lord, uh, that we can honor you and follow you with all the days that you give us. And even as we see the turbulence and everything around us, Lord, we, we want to follow you and honor you. We pray all this in Jesus, your worthy name. Dismiss.